Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. We lie. Say what needs to be said. It's your host, Mr. Pick Six, and I got my co-host with me. Mr. EP, the truth, we in the building. You know what I mean? I hope everybody had a good, safe, blessed, and fulfilled weekend. I hope everybody was safe and doing their thing, and we see some other people wasn't safe, but we're going to get into that. How was your weekend? It was safe. It was fulfilled. It was a blessing, brother. You hear the day? Oh, yeah. It was a blessing. It was a blessing. It was cool. Uh, Family, got the kids. Uh, We had, uh, we went to Charlotte, North Carolina. My nephew's birthday. I just got a lot of kids in my family, so my nephew's birthday, letting boys turn up. At um Great Wolf Lodge, it was just cool. And, hey, he he in seven on seven up there in Carolina area, so we got a lot to talk about, my brother. <laughs> for sure, for sure. D Pat, D Pat in the building, baby. Salute. You out of Twitter right. jail? You on probation? Hey, you here, baby? We here. We love it. Cam Newton, man. We're gonna get into this Cam Newton thing, man. It's crazy times we live in, right? This is this yeah. is unheard of, unseen of, unprecedented. This is just un uncalled for. This is extremely crazy. This whole Cam Newton situation. Cam Newton puts on, or I'm sure he put on the seven seven on um, seven on seven event in Atlanta, Georgia, that just went on this weekend. I think it was. Whether he hosted it, whether he put up the money, the funds to to get it going, seven on seven is a huge opportunity for kids and and the community keep kids out of trouble and and give kids and high school players and football players more opportunity and opportunity to progress their career right and if y'all haven't seen y'all living up under a rock or something y'all haven't seen the fight that went down with cam newton and some other other players or team i think it was some tsp crew or something like that i think the name was right and you know it's a big altercation and how does that go down and you know why does it have has to happen to us us brothers in our community and make us look so bad why do we have to be the the ones in front of the camera and looking all embarrassing, embarrassed, and you know right. why does that have yeah. to happen to us? Talk to us, brother. EP. Right. I I think because uh, I have youth in sports now, and um, this seven oh seven thing has gone to a whole nother level. It's not right. just youth sports. This is like a <laughs> mini triple uh, A league. But outside of that, man, I, I'm looking at it, and in youth sports, I see so many. Parents, and I think this has been going on for years. You know, I know you paid. Mm-hmm. I didn't play youth football. You did it, and you know mm-hmm. how um, how tenacious these parents be at games and stuff. So I think it has transitioned. These the same youth football players have transitioned to this made up seven on seven, and the emotions be wild out there. Like they arguing at the referee. It's not just Cam thing. They arguing at the referees. They arguing at each call. They are really taking it serious. I understand why, because there's a lot of scholarships and notoriety come from 707. Like a lot of teams in college recruit players from 707 now. Like it's, right. a, it's a lot on the line. And with NIL deals. So it's all tied in. So there's a trickle down effect of the whole 707 thing, brother. Well, we talking about Cam Newton here, though, brother. We talking about Cam Newton. Mr. Superman, MVP of the National Football League, going out his way. Now it's very lucrative. Now I mean, we, 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 you right. said it's very lucrative, so he could be 
making some money, probably profiting from it or whatever. But he's going out his time and blessing the community, going around with these kids. Because I was there. I was there um, about a year ago, two years ago, where I saw him doing the 707 event. They had one in um, Tampa, and the NFLPA brought me up there to, you know, shake hands and rub rub shoulders and stuff like that. So it is very lucrative, and, and like I say. But you have Cam Newton, like I say, the Superman, Superman MVP. He goes out his way, spend time with kids, very passionate about this thing, and gets into an altercation. Not just the altercation. It's an altercation where kids, other adults, other teenagers attack the man that is probably responsible for this event. Mm-hmm. And that just hurts me right there to see people wanting to attack this man regardless of really what's happening. You decide to attack him and not break it up and try to get in between. You want to jump. And one guy comes through and tries to punch him in the face. Right. right. And, and it's, this is Cam Newton. This is not some low Joe from the, from the streets. This is Cam Newton. And I would have to ask Joe Montana. What if it's Joe Montana? What if this is Steve Young? What if that was Dan Marino? And the exact same thing was happening. Because at first it looked like Cam Newton was just in a fight. But he wasn't just in a fight. He was trying to break the fight up. He was de-escalating everything. And the guy comes with a haymaker and tries to knock Cam out. This has to be the worst disrespect. This has to be the biggest L in the black community so far this year, man. That that was just insane. Insane. Right. I think, too, what people are missing out is Cam is almost like a goat. He's been doing this a while with this 707 stuff. Yeah. Um, he's almost like the goat. Give you an example. My nephew plays 707 in Carolina. He probably don't even know. He's 13. So he probably don't not that familiar with Cam Newton as a football player. But he's Cam Newton, the one that got the 707. So Exactly. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's more influential in the black community with these 707. And I think he's donating. If you asked him personally, he's probably donating a ton of time and money to help the right. youth. I don't know his motivation behind his initiative. So it is an insult when you have someone that have had that much um, success. success with bringing people around. When you have someone like that and this happens, it's like, why are we doing this, man? They did a, um, he did a thing with um, an interview with Mark, with Stroud, CJ Stroud. CJ and CJ was like, man, you don't even realize when I was in the ninth grade or 10th grade, you threw the, well, I was doing a seven on seven and you threw the football with me, right? For like 70 yards. We just kept going back and forth and you walked off like, all right, man, keep going. That stayed with me. And mm-hmm. I just want to say salute. So he's had an impact on him. So why somebody would have an audacity to come swing on him or just be rude. Like, it makes no it sense. It just looks so bad, man. I wish, the you know, try to break the, the trend and stuff. Like, I wish the guys in the TSP crew or whatever their name was, somebody come out and, and be the bigger man and the, the, the bigger teenager, bigger adult, and apologize and stand up and say, this should not happen in our community. We we really messed up. Nobody should ever follow our, our lead and the things we've done and, you know, do something for the community to show that you really messed up. You really made us look really bad in that situation. You know what I mean? Right. And now on the other hand, you want to have some fun with this stuff. We can have some fun. 
Cam Newton is bigger than most defensive ends, linebackers, probably bigger than every linebacker in the NFL. A lot of defensive ends. And you right. choose to come up and try to punch this man and without without a plan? Y'all, none of y'all look like y'all lift weights. Let's go through the positions that Cam Newton can play. One of the right. one of the most versatile athletes to ever play the game of football in the NFL. And I ain't talking about a versatile quarterback. I'm talking about athletes. I'm talking about this guy can probably play defensive end, outside linebacker, middle line, middle linebacker, tight end, offensive tackle. He probably could play running back. Right. This guy is his his calves. It's probably bigger than most people's quads. Right. And you choose to go up there and, and start a fight with this man? Did you see the way he grabbed you and yeah. the, the dreads and manhandling this man? Y'all, right. he still had his hat on. Not, not He had the dreads in between. It helps, you know, helps keep it fit and tight. But his hat didn't even fall off. He didn't even didn't seem budge. tired. So why would you go... It, that just shows in our community we make terrible decisions. This <laughs> is like what you thought was gonna happen. This man trained 80% of his life to be one of the most versatile football players to ever play the game. Like that's crazy. Man, listen, you know what they say? You want to have fun with it? Oh, we right. got some grown man strength, and we're gonna find out today, buddy, about this grown man strength. This dude's played in the NFL for years. He's naturally big. Did you see how he had like three of them? Like nothing was phasing him. Once he went to okay. that mode, he had three of them. One of them attacking him. He held his own on all of them. Bro. His chin is relentless. He got the best <laughs> chin in the game of football right now. He took three right. full solid hits with nothing. I know them nothing. fists were small. He was probably out of his weight class. You know, we understand that. But you still had four, five, or six, three, four, five, six people he had to fend off. Like right. that is just that is just insane. And then you think yeah. about wrestling. This guy could probably be in the WWE, WWF, and not miss a beat. Right. And who, 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 who would he be? And I was thinking, I was thinking of, because he has a lot of personality. So right. I, the perfect wrestler in my eyes, Cam Newton, he would be the Undertaker with a Ric Flair personality. Mm. Big Undertaker, okay. big guy, and he come out there, whoop! Ooh, something with Superman. It's like, this is who y'all choose to fight, guys. This guy could be in the WWE, WWF. He could play any position on football. He probably could be a six-man coming off the bench in the, in the in NBA. He could play right. catcher in, in, in sports and baseball and be the catcher and stop all the, the balls from getting past him. It's like this. Y'all, it's like, come on, man. Like I said, now now we, we, we're off the, the fun and games and things like right. that, but the black community, like Rick... The vegan barber said, we took the biggest L of the year this year. And this is from me to y'all. Sante Sammy to y'all. Listen, man, we got to do better. That is just insanity for y'all. And he wasn't even the aggressor. He was trying to break up the cam, break up the break up the fight. Right. Now we know Cam, he's been in a lot of altercations over his life. And usually he seemed like a heckler and stuff like that. But that wasn't the situation. It's like, how does it get down? That bad, where us as a community want to jump on one of our idols, one right. of our people that's inspiring our community. We need more leaders out here instead of followers, man. You know, and that, that G code and that code we think we live by and they taught us while I was growing up, that shit is wrong, man. That ain't, that ain't nothing to lead you to success. 
all that stuff that just happened right there that just transpired can get you charged, can get you criminalized and have a record in jail, messed up, and you can't even go to college. You can't even coach the kids anymore and things like that. So I'm 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 out here expressing my 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 disappointment to our community. And you know, Cam, hey man, I can't do nothing but say, Cam, you handled that with 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 a handle that as great as possibly as you possibly could in that situation. You was calm, you was collect, you was trying to break up the fight. And yes, every man should defend themselves if they're getting attacked. And that's what he had to do. He tried to fight off three, four, five guys. But he's there for the kids. Understand that. Right. He's there for the kids. And y'all fools, TSP or whatever the crew, y'all made it something else, man. And um, man, salute to Cam. Like you say, right. for the seven on seven. But go ahead, brother. No, I was going to say that um, it's a lot of responsibility to go back on the coaches and whoever that's breaking up. I don't know the exact detail, but if it's kids involved, it goes back to the parents and coaches on bringing up these youth right, man, and making sure that they they appreciate when someone's handing back and giving. Let me give you an example. If Cam Newton right now was like, that's it. I'm not doing no more seven on seven. Do you realize how many dreams are lost, bro? Do you realize how many opportunities and doors are shut? If he said, y'all tried me, y'all don't know how to act. I tried to come back to my community, give back. Y'all want to swing on me, be all disrespectful. I ain't doing it no more. Exactly. Door closed on a lot of people, bro. I just told you that CJ Stroud story. All those stories, potential stories disappear because some a small group of people, he helped over hundreds of thousands of kids, but Mm. a small group of people, want to mess it up. And I, I hate that for him. I hope he stays strong, man. I, I can't wait to hear what he has to say, but I hope yeah. he stays strong and don't give up on it. But we got yeah, to do I, better. We got to do yeah. better. Yeah. I know Cam Luton is loading up in that studio and he ready to fire off and, uh, <laughs> you know, make this thing, you know, go viral. But uh, like you said, got to do better and um, just got to learn, learn respect. And like you, like you saying, that's what I wanted to say. It's how... We grew up in a household. Us parents, what are we doing to our kids? What are we teaching them right from wrong? Are we we t- telling them the G code and the code in the streets? That ain't the right way. You know what I mean? What are we teaching our kids? And that that's where it boils down to from home. You know what I mean? I'd be damned if one of my kids go out there and act like that. You know what I mean? I'm going to be the one getting the charge because what I've done to my kids for them acting fool and embarrassing me. It, my, right. it, if my kids don't hear this and they don't know that, not, my kids better not ever, I don't care how old we is, you ain't ever embarrassing me like that. You know, you wearing that name, that last name, Samuel, no, sir. You know what I mean? And that's how right. it should be. And um, yeah, it, it boils down to the household, man. And the black community took the L. God damn it. The city, <laughs> damn city, the city folks is up, is up on us, god damn it. We done, we done, we done went down, you know what I mean? Right. So yeah, once no again, salute Cam Newton. I hope you be strong, brother. Keep doing your 707. A lot of kids, they don't even know you from when you played in football. They know you from a lot of kids know you from 707. And that's not an insult. That is a big ups to you because you rebranding yourself from on the field to off the field and you're inspiring the community, brother. So right. hey man, forget all that other stuff I talk about. Hey, I, I'm a real guy, like I say. Brother, hey, you doing your thing, man. So keep it up, man. Right. Don't let that stuff distract you and you keep doing your thing, brother. So like I say, salute Cam Newton, man. Salute Cam Newton. Salute. We got another brother in the NFL. Another one bites the dust. Um, Jeez. Another type of situation that we're trying to avoid in life. And it's, you know, it's one of those sticky situations that really, you know, it's really simple to avoid. But I don't know what what is up with us that sometimes, you know, we have to take those chances. And for us, 
and like a D-pad, I think he he spoke on it one time. And for, for the other people who have been victim to people careless driving and inconsiderately driving under mm-hmm. influence and stuff like that and may have harmed our family members or friends and we lost individuals to those situations, this is very sensitive to, to a lot of people. But, um, right. you know, Richard Sherman, he gets caught up with DUI allegedly, DWI, whatever it was allegedly for, and was booked in, I think it was Washington. And this is not his first time. It's not his first time. I think it's his second time. But his first time, it had a lot more to do with just the DWI and things like that. But for me, the worst part about the whole situation is I think he, he was booked on Friday and Saturday, and he has to stay in there until today. His court appearance yeah. is today. So you wow. have to stay incarcerated away from your big, beautiful home the ESPN studios and the Skip Bayless studios and all those things and those big pretty paychecks and the nice fancy cars. Now you just, you lost your freedom for a couple of days and you have to deal with these circumstances, the release. We're going to, we can't release you until Monday until we go over the circumstances of your release. Now we have to listen and abide by someone else's rules. That's the worst feeling in the world. You know what right. I mean? So, you know, talk to us about Richard Sherman. Because this is, like I said, this is not his first time. This is actually his second time. And we talk about things to learn from and to grow from. We're not here to bash in this. We're here to grow. Right. Definitely not bashing. If anything, I feel sorry for him. Because it's like, dude, it's so much at risk. Like... And it's not a poor man's or a rich man's thing, but he has resources to not have to drive drunk, if that make any sense. Like Uber, homeboy, anything, he can make a better decision outside of what you said perfectly is putting people's lives at risk. And it's just tough, man. And this is not the first one. Like you said, in 2021, he had a DUI in Chicago that he pleaded guilty to. So. Mm-hmm. It's just, it's not to put them out there. You know, people make Was that Chicago or Washington, you said? Chicago and Seattle. Seattle, yeah. Seattle, Mm -hmm. yeah. So it's not to put them out there. Like, he's a lot of people get caught up in bad scenarios. But I just wish he could make better decisions. And now, here's what you got to think about now, Zion. It's his career. Like, yeah, do you have repercussions? Like, he's on... um, The the show with Skip Bayless, right? Yeah, Skip Bayless show. Yeah, so is it is he still going? Are they going to have repercussions? Is he putting that in jeopardy? And right. it's just a lot, man. I, it's just like, dang, let's it's, get it together. What can we do? Right, Go like ahead. you say, um, will this have a trickle-down effect? Skip, right. Will Skip Bayless be embarrassed, or would he feel like you coming on the show is is now make, hurting the brand? So do we have to make a decision of whether or whether not you're going to be a part of this show? And that's a part of it. Like you say, man, it's just about making decisions. And we all are guilty. A lot of us, a a lot of times out of the year, get in the cars after having a drink or two, and we we probably will blow over the legal limit. We probably will have a DWI, so on and so forth. It's it's a simple mistake, but I think it's something we have to be more conscious about. And, 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 And it's not about the mistake. It's 
for Richard Sherman, you, you, you mess up once, right, in life. And the first time, it wasn't just a DUI, DWI. It was along with some alleged uh, domestic violence where he was bamming the door trying to get oh, in. Yeah. And they just yeah. added the charges on. That's what they do. They, they add all type of charges, reckless driving, to go along with that alleged domestic violence situation. You understand? Right. So right. it's just uh, how do we avoid this? And if it happens once, you have to do a damn near be perfect. From then on, right. or 99.9% right. perfect. And, you know, it's just uncalled for. You can really destroy your life with a DUI. You really right. can hurt yourself. And But Richard Sherman, he's a very fortunate guy. He has money and can buy lawyers. I mean, can pay for lawyers to help him get off, the, get off these uh, charges and do community service and things like that. But everybody don't have that those chances and opportunities. And like I say, I'm not acting like I'm the perfect saint and things like that. I've just been blessed, you know what I mean? But like you say, we just have to make better decisions. Right, and he said, right. it to, if he said to the to the cops or the police, they asked him, did he have any drinks? And he said he had like one or two margaritas. You know what I mean? And mm -hmm. well, one or two margaritas, is that illegal? Will that make you be over the legal limit? You know? And he probably wasn't thinking that far. And we'll see. Well, We're going to see. Well, son, I, mm -hmm. No, I was saying, I tell you what. Like you said, said, I don't know the man. Well, <laughs> <laughs> listen, I know, I know whether it's you, Rick, me, we all don't want to drive nowhere, regardless if you drink it or not. I would rather have a driver everywhere I go. You know what if I'm saying? So if you could, so I don't know who Richard Sermon's situation, but you would rather not have a driver. But on a serious note, let me go here for a second on a serious note. The reason why we're talking about it now and what I'm hoping is some kid or not even kids, young adult who is an athlete, right? I'm hoping they can make better decisions to this, to save lives because if you look at the same scenario, okay, he just got arrested. But put the scenario in 2021 with Henry Ruggs, the first round mm -hmm. draft pick exactly. for the Raiders at the time where he had a DUI and hit someone and killed them. So he killed someone, right? Lost mm -hmm. his career lost mm. money, lost everything mm. because he did the same exact thing. So mm -hmm. even though it's minute now, we got to look at the worst case scenarios. And that's what that's why we're having this conversation today. Right. So we can tell these young athletes, hey, bro, it is not worth it. Do not do it. Right. We're trying to help and keep spreading the word. And like you say, you know, it, it, it starts off as a small encounter, a DUI, DWI, and then it escalates. And, it's, and like you say, with Henry Ruggs, what if you so happen, God forbid, get in an accident? Now your life is right. over because now you cause bodily harm and conflict and all these other type of things to someone just because, you know, you're making an irresponsible decision. Like Rick, be guilty of. <laughs> Rick, you got to get better, brother. You got to get better, <laughs> Rick. You got to do better. Rick the vegan barber. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, man. So uh, yeah, man, this life, man. That, that Cam Newton thing just really disappointed me. It really, it's like every time I open up my phone, whether it's Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, TikTok, anywhere, you just seeing the fight. And it's just right. like, wow. I know those guys are going to wake up the next day. And they can't be calling each other. Yeah, we did that. We viral. They, they're going to sit back and be like, geez, that's us mm -hmm. out there, man. We look stupid, right. you know. And in the way that the media is depicting that is when you look at it, it looks like it's Cam. It looks like he's the one 
out here right. fighting, right? So we right. got to tell probably 80% of the audience it's not Cam, especially people who don't right. watch football. Like, yes. it wasn't Cam. Cam Newton did not up, start but. that fight. He was innocent. He was not the aggressor. He was there to break it up. And some fools, like the media would say, some thugs came out and tried to jump on him and all those crazy things. So Cam Newton, man, you know, because the first clip did, didn't show um, him trying to break it up. Like you say, how the media try to protect, portray you. It showed him just fighting like it was a fight. And I was like, dang, look at Cam. You know, the heckling right. got to him. So, right. you know, that ain't there. And they, now they did say this, though. They did say he was going back and forth that he started because he was talking. But talk is talk. We're competitors, man. Yeah. You never should put your hands on anybody in those situations, man, regardless. So, in competitive think, situations, right? Right, right. Yeah. You're just not going to put no hands on nobody. All right, here we go, man. When I went to go, one day I'm out and I'm with when you get a chance to meet your idol. There's one day I'm out and I get a chance to meet my idol. And I had no, I hadn't expected. I hadn't expected to meet my idol this day. It just so happened. And you're gonna find out who the idol is at the end of this, at the end of this story. Rick the Vegan, Rick the Vegan Barber was there. You know what I mean? So this thing that take us back to uh, let's say 2006, 2007. Remember, I was at, at with the New England Patriots. Then I went to Philly. But right before I went to Philly, I was franchised. And, you know, I'm the man in the streets. I'm the, I'm the franchise guy. I'm the guy that's about to get the new big contract and things like that. So I'm not really, I'm from Fort Lauderdale, Broward County. I'm not really a Miami South Beach guy at this, at this time. But I'm learning. And I'm getting more familiar with it. So me and my crew, my brothers, we uh, said we're going to go to South Beach this one day. We go to South Beach and we go outside to kick it. And um, we go to this club, this club, uh, uh, Lewis Oliver now from, um, used to play football, promoter in Miami. Was it, was it Carew and Rye? No, no, it wasn't Carew and Rye. It was called The Forge. It was called The Forge. Okay. It was uh, called The Forge right there when you're going to the Fountain Blue. It was right on the okay. side. Right. So we're going to, we're going to the club. It's like not, not the biggest spot in the world, right? So I get to the door and I'm, um, you know, ready to do my thing, ready to come in. I don't buy tables. I'm not, I don't know anything about the Miami life. I'm straight Lauderdale at this point. I want to sit by the bar. I want to mingle in the crowd and do my thing. So I get to, to the front door and, you know, everybody's bringing me in VIP. Sante's here. Sante Sammy here. And this promoter, Miami Rob. Never forget, Miami Rob. It's your fault, Miami Rob. I hope you hear this, Miami Rob. So Miami Rob, he's like, yeah, son, come on in, baby. We take you to your table. Right? So like I say, First time meeting my idol. I have no clue. I don't have no idea what's about to transpire. So as he's taking me to the table, he like, uh, yeah, Dion them sitting at the table. Let me uh, let me get this going. So we walk to the table, and I, as soon as we get, you know, turn the corner, I see Dion. Dion sitting with Devin Hester at the time. And it was like two big name people. I'm, we go to UCF, and you know, we rookies, we fourth rounders. I'm barely in the NFL. I'm, I'm barely making myself known, but I made myself known. But still, that's Devin Heston, that's Dion. So I'm like, whoa, like you know, I, my mind, I got so many questions and things I want to ask and say at the time. Before I could say anything, the promoter comes around the corner, and we see Dion. Get y'all butt up. Get up, Dion. Get up, Devin. And I'm looking like, no, 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 no. What do you mean? Why are you telling him to get up? I'm going to sit. I'm going to stand on the wall. I'm going to catch the wall right here. And we're going to post up a chat. 
but he was too busy trying to show out in front of me because I'm the money man and this and that. Get y'all, but it was like, no. So, you know, they kind of slowly got up. You know, I, I kind of felt the tension. And I was like, I wanted to grab him. Dion, this has nothing to do with me. I ain't, I'm not a part of it. I, you know, I think it was when the Super Bowl was going on in uh, mm. Miami back then. So That was like 08, 09 then. Something like that. You know, I get my All dates right. mixed up. So, you know how we chilling? And uh, I think Dion kind of, you know, left and walked away <laughs> and stuff like that. But that was my first encounter. And I wonder... Uh, obviously, I'm sure he still remembers, and you know, I hope he didn't never hold that against me, because <laughs> like, this is my idol. I'm telling Dion, you was my idol. This had nothing to do with me. I wanted to meet you. That was going to be my uh, was my first time meeting you, and it just happened to be we we didn't have the best experiences together, <laughs> and I think that was the first one to kick it off, and I had nothing to do with it. And it's like Miami Rob, why did you put me in this situation trying to show out? And dang, I wish I could have that day back. If I could have that day back, I probably bought Dion a bottle. I knew he wouldn't have took it because he ain't a drinking man. You know what I mean? He would have sent it back, but I would have just been showing out. You know what I mean? I know you weren't going to drink it. So I was just showing out for the crowd. Uh, ain't no bottles. Give me the, uh, give me the sparkles, baby. This for Dion. <laughs> I know you ain't going to drink it, though. I know you ain't going to drink. Just let it come through. You know what I mean? But yeah, now, man, did, you talk to him that day? did you Did you talk to him at all? I like, don't think I got up? to talk to him. I mean, it was like some, you know, quick, how you doing? What's up? Oh, son, you know what I mean? It, we didn't have to get to have the conversation. I would have loved to have had because the guy messed up the mood so bad. He came in there arrogant, trying to talk shit. You know, when he, you know, you're trying to show out in front of people and you run the club. That was his, 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 his mentality and attitude. But what do you let think? Let me get this right. I, I'm going to say, let me understand this. Not just me, but everybody that's out here right now. Let me understand this, son. Bruce, you're trying to say Bruce Smith in the club. Go ahead. <laughs> you're trying to say you, a guy comes in. Deion Sanders is sitting there in a section with Devin Hester. Before I get there. Get, before, before I get, get there. And they kick them out of the area. Say, hey, you got to go basically to let you in and you can't believe it. Not kick him out of the area, but kick him off the seat. Meaning, like, you got to get up so a son take a sit down. This is his table. Now, when you're the big money guy, they want you to come in and spend money. That's the whole objective of the club and stuff like that. Make you feel comfortable, bring girls around, bring drink, and make you spend money. And, you know, Dion, obviously, and Hester, they, they wasn't really spending money. So he, I'm guessing he's hoping that I'm going to do this, and that wasn't my vibe. I just wanted to talk to Dion. That's all I wanted to do. That's all I wanted to do, talk to Dion. I had so many questions. I was so inspired. And I think this is when he was working on NFL Network. But now, for, to answer your question, he didn't kick him out of the spot. It was like, I didn't want to be, you know, be too graphic because how people try to, you know, twist my words. Like, yes, you can't get y'all ass up. You know what I mean? No, but no. I got yeah. it. I got the perfect scenario. And I'm going to take you. It's a time warp I'm going to take you in on what's going on. You ready for it? I know exactly what was going down doing there. Here's the deal. Deion Sanders, right? He's not the Deion. He's a legend, right, in our eyes, icon, football-wise. Right. But the remarketed Deion Sanders today is way bigger than what he was in 08. In 08, mm -hmm. okay. 09, okay. when Asante Samuel just had this $60 million record-breaking deal coming to right. your club, Hey, whatever you need, 
Of course he's secondary in 08, 09. You got to think, right. Prime only made $11 million, $12 million in his whole football career. Right? No, nah, nah, on nah, South nah. Beach. No, no, no. Nah, go look he made it up. More than that. Go, 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 go look it up. They was like, no, it might have been a, bonus money. He had a money. signing bonus with Washington. It might, it might, it might have been total, right, it might have been total bonus money or something. But either way. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah. All right. But either way, at that time, that's that's part four. 08, 09. All right. Sante said, you number one. It's similar to Patrick Mahomes coming somewhere and saying, I want to sit down. I just want to put yeah. it out there. At two, Patrick Mahomes make $200 million, He coming to right. your club. Business. It's nothing personal. It's all I said. Of course, it wasn't right. like get out my session, but I understand how Miami Rob was it, moving. I, like you're saying, <laughs> like you're saying, that's right. Because if that same situation transpired, I'm still a Santa Sammy just signing my new contract and this and that. And Coach Prime is Coach Prime, who he is there, and we come in the same. He don't talk to him like that. He don't act like that towards him, right? You know what I mean? Right. Right. You know what I mean? But yeah. but back yeah. then, he wasn't you know as high because you know he I guess. Football was over with. He was finding his way into commentating and stuff like that. Yeah, so it's right. a good point. But still, it's, to me, like, this is Coach. This is Prime. This is Coach Prime. This is Deion Sanders. I, I this is the, the world's greatest corner. Like I'm, I have so many things to to, to, to ask and talk about. I want to rub shoulders with the, with the greatness and things like that. So right, it was just right. unfortunate. And I have so many stories like that. I don't know how I end up on that side of the stick. With these uh situations, and it was like I was Dion, no, no, don't get up. I'm gonna stand right here. Dude well, was just so uh, adamant and thin. I guess you're in your introvertness now. You and then you've grown too, because with your introvertness, you probably watched it and never say anything, even though your mind wanted to back then. Now you probably like, hey no, nah, yeah. what's up, bro? <laughs> like back right. then, you like back then, my introvertness, I'm just <laughs> I'm looking, but I'm saying it in my mind. I'm reaching out, I'm, and, and it's just like, I'm, I'm kind of just probably waiting for everything to unfold and see how everything going to play out. And and, and maybe I should have spoke up. Like, right. Dion, sit down. But I was like, I was new to the area, man. Dang. Like, dang. Dang, dang, dang. Miami Rob, boy, I'll never forget, man. Miami Rob. Oh. <laughs> hey, hey. I don't know how I could have fixed it. I could have fixed that situation, Brian. Just saying something, you know, making him know that it was a positive vibe and whatever he got going, I ain't got nothing to do with that. So if y'all ever in that situation, you about to meet your idol or meet, uh, you know, one of the class A celebrities at your sport or position or whatever you're doing in your profession, man, be ready to to fix any solution or any any situation that that comes comes about cuz you don't never know what was going what's going to happen and that one caught me totally by surprise and i had no <laughs> clue and um yeah man it was it was it was bad it was bad it was bad man right. so right i think it's more my, worse uh, for you than him I, I don't think he was offended i don't think let me let me say think but you got to think but, about egos and stuff like that who who people think they are you got to think if Somebody coming in, and I'm sitting at the table, and they just signed, and promoter coming up, Sante, get your ass up, this and that. You know, I might kind of look at everybody funny over there. You know, everybody not that's a, coming not to a, the table. Not, not if you didn't pay. Not if you know you didn't pay for anything. Yeah. They're like, oh yeah, you yeah. can just chill right here. Yeah. So it don't yeah. even look, it more look like, you know what it looks like when you're in a restaurant, you at a table, it's like, oh, you could chill right here. Oh, they had reservations. Miami Robin, he probably ain't explaining like that, but 
Right. It probably looked like you just reserved it. That's what I'm saying. If he would have went over there and whispered to Prime and like, no, no, no. He was just like, get y'all ass up. Get y'all ass up. And I'm like, what the fuck is going on here? Like, are you kidding me? Like, is that really what's going on, bro? Like, I don't even want to be around you right now. Give me another promoter. <laughs> I get that? what you said. Okay. I, I wasn't you know I mean? there, so I missed that, that that tone part of get up and get out of here. Okay, my bad. Yeah, that yeah, was kind of bad. Get the yeah, that was just crazy, man. <laughs> so now we um, so the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers have a situation going on, and I think it's one of the unique situations because they are choosing not to franchise Baker Mayfield. Mm-hmm. Now, in this day and age, everybody need a goddamn quarterback, and they're thinking about franchising. Antonio Winfield Jr. instead of Baker Mayfield. Now, my, my question, why I'm bringing this up, what is plan B? Are you going to go draft the quarterback? When are you going to draft the quarterback? Who's going to be the quarterback next year if you don't bring Baker Mayfield back? Baker Mayfield back. And the other situation, if, if you understand in business, right, because the NFL is the business, so a lot of times they let the athletes go test the market because right. they think he's – deserves a $50 million contract per year, or $60 million, and he might achieve that. But, you know, these owners and GMs, they talk. So while he's demanding these things like that, because if you franchise him right now, that, that meets the demand. That's what, it's going, that's what his contract will be. Whatever that franchise tag annually, that's what his contract mm-hmm. would be. So instead of right. just franchising you, it's kind of like what they did with Lamar Jackson. We're going to allow you to go test free agency, see what you can come up with, and you know what? If you do land a $60 million contract, we might match it and then bring you back. Because I don't see no other plan that Tampa Bay can have in place to help this team be successful if they do not franchise or bring Baker Mayfield back. You know, if you, right, if right. you don't franchise him and you franchise Antonio Whitfield and Baker Mayfield walks, uh, this will go down as one of the worst decisions in NFL. Right. What do you think about that, brother? Well, um, Baker, it's, it's a tricky situation. He had a good year. He uh, On the field, he finished with 4,044 yards, right? Right. Is that his best touchdowns. year? Ever? I don't know if it's best year, <laughs> but it, that's, a good, that's a good solid year. 28 touchdowns, only 10 mm-hmm. interceptions, and 64 completions percentage. So you look at that as a quarterback, you're thinking we're on the way up. And all of a sudden, the Buccaneers like, Oh no, we're gonna let you go. Not right. necessarily release you, but we're not gonna franchise you. So it kind of confuses you. But if I bring mm-hmm. you on over to the business side of things and open your eyes, my brother, let me open your eyes. Mm-hmm. First of all, when you franchise someone, it's the average salary of the top five positions. So right. can you imagine the top five positions, a quarterback position versus Antoine Winfield as a safety? They probably they got Antoine Winfield as a safety as opposed to a cornerback. So you're right. looking at top five average salaries of Lamar Jackson, Patrick Mahomes, all those salaries. You're over 50 million, probably 40 to 50 million. Let's just say that versus right. Antonio Antoine Winfield. Um, I don't probably know the number. Don't 12, 13, 12, 15, maybe. Right. right. So they, that's business wise. We are franchise him instead of him. Right. Secondly, they got Baker. It's kind of like how somebody sees you from before. And they can't see the value past that no matter what you do. 
So yeah. they got Baker Mayfield in at $6 million. He went through some mm. turmoil. He went from Cleveland Browns, then he went over to Carolina, kind of all, oh, just come over here, Baker. We're not expecting too much for you. Here goes $6 million. Bam, playoffs, one of the best seasons since Tom Brady left. Did, and now did they you like, know, Did you know before he came to Tampa, he was on the scout team with putting a finger in the dirt coming off the end on scout team over there in the Panthers. You ain't know that, did it? I, I did not know that. Bro, this man was on scout team at the Panthers, and now he's the starting quarterback about to get a $50, $60 million contract. That is a story right there for you, boy. Like, that is crazy, right? They anticipate him getting $100 million, like $80 to $100 million total. So the Buccaneers was like, why would we pay more for something we just got for six million dollars? Like business-wise, right. right? Like, uh, it's tough. Like it's that feeling. Uh, yeah, we don't look feeling. at you like that. We look at you as you a six million dollar contract. That's a uh, quarterback. That's why we signed you to a six million dollar right. deal. Now you come and talking about you want 60 million, five, seven, eight times more than what we paid you. Boy, get your butt out of here. You you, right. you look crazy. But the problem is, help. like you said. Yeah. Since he's came into the league with Cleveland and stuff like that, man, this is this year is is is, is crazy for him. So, right. you know, it's about time in the NFL. When you have that great year at the right perfect time, boom, you set yourself up to to land that monster deal, and that's, and that's what he did for himself. You said he had forty four hundred yards or four thousand forty four. Four thousand forty four yards. Okay, yeah, four thousand forty four yards, sixty four percent. Completion rate, right. best ever, two best ever's in his career. Wow. Oh, jeez, um, I didn't realize that. Yeah, you know I mean, twenty-eight touchdowns, career high. Another career he high. Only, only threw ten picks. Only threw ten picks. Um, I, I guess the ratio is is pretty much the best. The other other right. best ratio, he had twenty-six and eight, seventeen and thirteen. Oh, he had twenty-seven and fourteen. So he had twenty-eight and ten. With 4,044 yards passing, you know, on a new team. So that really has to uh, bother Tampa Bay uh, Buccaneers. And they have to really evaluate this situation closely because if you go to another team and he, and you're going to presume that they're going to keep getting better. So if he goes right. to another team and gets better, everybody at the Buccaneers staff going to get fired, especially the GM. <laughs> So this is what they state, and they have to believe and uh, they have to understand these decisions that make. And it's like a it's it's like a real gamble, because right. like you say, I can't see past the Baker Mayfield that he always been, even when mm -hmm. the season was going on. I couldn't bet with Baker Mayfield like that because right. I was thinking about who he used to be. But right. people grow and reinvent themselves, and they get better, and they get in better situations. And like I say, I don't understand. What will the Buccaneers do? Who will be possibly the quarterback? Because Russell right. Wilson, I can't see you think he he's going to do better than Baker Mayfield. Who else is a possible candidate um, out there? Joe Flacco? Um, you know what I mean? You got all no. these other people. Justin Fields? It's like, if you don't bring him back, I, it's, it's, it's a waiting game. They playing the game. Yeah. They're going to let him test the market and see what he got. Go ahead. I, I think... Um... I think from their position as a GM, I think, and they like, no, I don't want to invest into, uh, I want to, if we're going to invest, they probably going to go, they wouldn't go Joe Flacco. They probably want to go younger, right? I'm only guessing. In their mind, there's like, okay, he had a lucky year. He's not a $100 million deal, dude. Let's go find us a quarterback who is, right? 
Mm. That's the hard part. Find a quarterback who is, or get a young quarterback. The problem is they don't pick early, right? Exactly. They went deep in the playoffs. So the question you asked at the beginning, Tampa Bay, what are y'all going to do to address this quarterback situation? What is your plan B? And I don't. Only thing I could think is the plan B is we're gonna gamble. We're gonna let him test his market because we don't believe all these things that everybody else believe how good and great he is, and we don't believe he's gonna get this fifty million dollar deal. But if he does, we got to give him fifty one million, and hope he's willing to come back here. You understand what I'm saying? And hope we didn't rub him the wrong way. We don't have a disgruntled athlete that we willing to pay and bring back. You know what I mean? So, you know, there's a lot of situations you got to analyze and evaluate and see what's going on. But I think it's a bad decision to not have handled this situation already with your quarterbacks, man. And um, I mean, they picked number 26 in the drafts. I don't think it's going to be a quarterback at 26 that could run your franchise. What is your plan B? It's like, I don't (laughs) understand. Y'all have to be in the most screwed up situation possible because i could you say they wasn't expecting him to throw for 4044 yards 64 uh, per, uh completion percentage and 28 touchdowns but we're here now and how do you fix it you know what i mean so well let's let's focus on baker mayfield i'm gonna tell him like i tell a lot of people go where you appreciate it not tolerate it Right. And that's that goes across the board, relationships, friendships, <laughs> and teams and Say organizations. Say it with your chest. <laughs> go and where you are appreciated, not tolerated. go where you appreciate. Them. And that's a simple motto. And my little motto too is I like who like you. I like right. I only like who like me. That's a very simple way in life. You show me you don't like me. Ain't no sense of me trying to like you or trying to have a relationship with you if you don't like me, and unless it's business and things like that. But right, it's very simple. Stop trying to like people that don't like you. Right. It's very simple in life. And that would take right. you way further than a lot of other situations and so on and so forth. And I'd be, if I was Baker, I'd be so confident going up in that GM office like, hey, this numbers I put up. I'm ranked right here. Took y'all to the playoff. What y'all want to do? You want me? No? Right. Yeah? Let me Here's know. my numbers. Can... You know, I, I'm about to get 50 million out here. So I'm, I'm, I'll am i take 45 from y'all. This is what I did. This is what I did. And this is what I did. Last year, y'all was this. Y'all was this before I got here. Now y'all was this. So right. what we doing? Oh, we you know, Baker, we don't really see you as a top quarterback. We think you're a little older getting, you know, on. You just had a, you lucked up and had a great year. We don't really believe. So we're going to let you test the free agency. <laughs> and right then and there. Fuck you. Hey, hey fuck was you. That I ain't coming back. If I do come back. Boy, I'm coming back and get my money. I ain't going to really even care about y'all like that because y'all just tried me. Y'all showed me how y'all really care about me. And I just did all this for y'all team this year. That hurt. People don't understand that stuff, man. That's how we feel as athletes. We have emotions. We care. We want to feel appreciated. Not tolerated. Not tolerated. Right. Hey, hold on, bro. I'm sorry. I'll crack it up a bit. Let me hear your GM voice one more time. <laughs> Let me hear the GM voice, cause I want to be a player. And I want to hear you talk to me as a GM of the Tepe Buccaneers. Let me hear one Come here, EP. How you doing today, hey. brother? Hey, Hope I'm good. Great Coach. day today, EP. Um, I need I need a hundred million. You want a hundred million dollars? Yeah. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um, hundred million dollars. Well, here's the thing, EP. Here's the thing. 
But that is not how you were talking a second ago. <laughs> you said this. You, 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 you were like, oh, yes, uh, Baker, we don't see you. <laughs> that, was, that was my, you know, you got two different cultures. It depends on what GM you want to be. You want me to be, you know what I mean? Pick a GM. You want me to be uh, Baltimore's uh, Ozzy Newman? Ozzy Newman, or you want me to be Thomas Dimitrov? Which one? You know what I mean? Who you want me to be? Because I could, I could change it up. You know what I mean? Uh, no, my bad. You just went corporate on me, bro, and I had never heard that voice before. So yeah, I can't never heard that one. Hey, I, 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 I can't go corporate. You know what I mean? I, can I can't corporate, wait to hear baby. that. We, we got to put oh. that clip out there. That's gonna be a cool short right there. We're gonna hit. We live right now, so we can't go back. But boy, we gonna <laughs> hit that one. Just let you know, you ain't worth forty million. We don't believe you, bro. We, 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 <laughs> We'll let you test it, though. Right. Yeah, right. man, Belichick. We talking about Belichick next, and we talking about Mr. Kraft and this dynasty, this whole dynasty uh, series that's going on. And you know what's so funny about this whole dynasty? If y'all read between the lines, y'all can really see that Mr. Kraft is very, very and highly upset with himself about how he felt like he let Belichick kind of get over and screw over players and his team and things like that. If you can't see, he's coming out trying to reel everything back in and make everything normal. He's even talking about Runk looks better than Travis Kelsey. And 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 Taylor Swift should have picked Runk instead of Tyler Swift. This is so out of character right now. But that's all he's telling me that he's reaching out to these old players and want to make sure they still have that feeling around him. Because... Everything he's saying in the documentary, he's taking shots at Belichick. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's like Mr. Crab put this whole dynasty series together and said, I'm gonna add this on Apple. So I don't look bad behind Bill's shenanigans and show every and show show the world what really transpired. Because I'm I'm telling you, man, I'm telling you, and we're gonna continue to talk about it. You're gonna keep seeing. More and more, Mr. Kraft keep talking about what could have been, what should have been, what should have transpired. But I was believing in this coach, the leader, telling me, the football genes, that this is going to happen. This player can't do X, Y, Z. This player is, is maxed out. He can't achieve the greatness he achieved before. And for him to believe that, I, I think that really, he feels like he was swindled. And that's the other part with Mr. Kraft, if you can't see him in, in, in this series and understand. Mr. Kraft is very gullible. Mr. Kraft is a gullible guy, if you can't understand that. For him to hire Gerard Mayo with no experience, <laughs> It tells me he's gullible. For mm -hmm. Mr. For, for, for Belichick to get all that control and power and and damn near have the owner, the billionaire of the team, terrified to make any decisions or or go against him, it's tell it shows me that he's a little gullible. But we all go through phases and, and things in life and might become gullible and vulnerable and things like that. And but I'm happy to see him come out of it. And he had to get some help and he, he, believe, he believe in Gerard Mayo. And that's what I'm seeing from this series. And I think, 
I think it's really eating Mr. Kraft up highly bad that he let all think about think about how many favorite players Mr. Kraft had on that team. Can you think of some? Think of just think of one. You know, I got I got Gronkowski, I got Tom Brady. Probably got the Hernandez brothers before they, you know, did they crazy right. thing. You got Dion Branch from back in the days. He told me right to my face that I was his favorite player. And obviously, I was picking off the ball left and right. So, I'm everybody got them favorite players. <laughs> so, it right. don't matter. You know what I mean? But to let all your favorite players go, all these people that you look up to, I think that really bothered. And Jamar Mayo was the only one that was able to hang on and stay within there. And I think Mr. Crab mm. held on to him tight. And he understood that I can't let you go because everybody else is gone. Right. And that's how he landed in that job and um that spot. So, you know, that was my two cents from that from the series that just passed. Right. That Mr. Kraft was gullible and he is highly upset that he let Bill Belichick. Screw him over like that. And when I say screw him over, it's about players. It's about the team. And Mr. Kraft want all those players to be around because he loves those players. If Tom Brady don't come back, if Mr. Kraft can't call Tom Brady to come back and be around him and hang around him, that really is that really bothers him. That really bothers right. him. He wants an extended relationship with Tom Brady, the GOAT. And, you know, that's a good question. I want to know, do they still have a relationship? Because if they don't, man, that would be a bad one. Do you think it was a chance that that relationship with Brady and Kraft got ruined possibly because of Belichick? Basically, pick a side. And probably Brady was like, you like, hey, stand up for me. He was like, no, I got to stick by my coach. And Brady got mad. Like, that may be... Yeah, 100%. Like I'm saying, that was the same thing I went through. It's just, it was different times that we went through it. If you're talking to this coach, I mean, the owner, and he he thinks he believes in you, he likes you so much, and now Brady is faced with this difficult decision because Belichick spreading these, this narrative that he isn't good no more, he's washed up, he can't do anything, and now I'm hearing signs that you want to get rid of me with Jimmy Garoppolo and all these things. I'm here signs you want to get rid of me. And I come to the owner, the one that I believe out of all these people in this organization cares about me. And I say, listen, Belichick is trying to get rid of me. and I don't want to go. I have done a lot for this organization. I have won you multiple Super Bowls. Do not let him get rid of me. And if you come to, and if Brady went to him heart to heart and still Mr. Kraft believed in him, Believe in Belichick and let Brady go. Yep. That relationship is screwed for life, man. Mm-hmm. That relationship, because you can forgive, but you could never forget. <laughs> it's hard to forget. And once you choose X over Z, I don't, I don't know how you go back from that. And now, yeah. like I say, the biggest thing you can do, you got money, you got resources, you got you got the world to your to your palm. Let me call Apple. Let me do a series of the dynasty. And I'm going to point at all that Bill and show mm. you the things that Bill did. I protected Bill during the Spygate. Why did I protect him? I was able to call lawyers and make this stuff go away. Yeah. 
Yeah, man, he feels horrible about that stuff. And he and it and if y'all didn't see that, man, y'all go check it out and understand so y'all could see the dynamics that was going on. It's crazy how all of the the negatives come out now afterwards when I was right there trying to fix things. I wouldn't say I was right. I was calling it out. I was always trying to fix things and say, <laughs> we don't have to put up with this. We don't have to be quote unquote with this slave uh strict military mind mentality we can win without this mentality and you know that that was always a struggle because you had the company man the patriot way guys and and things like that so uh i can't wait to see what the next episode is going to be and how much more they're going to keep talking about it's it's, it's crazy it's crazy because it's you got the world's greatest coach supposedly the world's greatest coach who had nothing, people had nothing but great things to say in the past. And now mm. your career is ending with such negativity, such doubt, such your name is being compromised. That is just like compromise. Compromise, sorry. Your, your name is yeah, being you compromised. And that is just crazy. It goes to show you, man, have a heart first before all this other stuff. Hey, don't get too high. Don't get too low. Don't let your ego get too big. Always stay right there. Stay even now. Even. Stay on an even line. Don't get too high. Don't get too low. Because that stuff will come back and bite you. And when it come back and bite you, this is what happens. Now all the negativity is happening. Now your name is doesn't look so good. All the things you thought about yourself isn't true anymore. Um, you don't like to be called out. Now you're getting called out every day. You don't like mm. to talk to the media because you want to control the narrative and, and 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 do all your secretive shit. Now everything's being coming is coming out, and the boss man is making it come out. You know what I mean? So, right. That's what we got with y'all today. That's what we got with y'all today, man. I really wanted to see what Russell. Anybody seen what Russell Wilson had to say? And I, I seen he keep talking about he wanted to stay in a. He did a little show with I Am Athlete, and he, he say he wants to mm. finish his career in Denver, and I'm just so confused. I am just so confused. I'm so confused. Unless you went and had a serious talk one-on-one with Sean Payton, y'all had a fight in the backyard that nobody don't know about. Under what circumstances do you say you just want to come back and play? The the kids already in school, so it's just too much to uproot again i know it sounds crazy of the dude russell is no it can't be football oh my god he don't want to move no more so he want to finish his career he's comfortable straight oh that is hilarious bro so he want to stay because the kids in school if if i leave i gotta uproot y'all and find another school and listen wifey ain't having that cc cc baby like uh uh-uh listen you better work this out with this team or uh, we ain't going nowhere. We finishing school year right here this year. <laughs> hey, Russell, I might get a DM. Like, he going to DM me soon. Like, hey, bro, you got to put some respect on my name, bro. Stop right. calling me you out. Talking, <laughs> you talking about my family, boy. You know, I, hey, I just look like this, boy. I, I got, I'm a little scrappy. <laughs> I can fight. Like Tua said, uh, he was like, I just look like this. And I, we get a little scrappy and I look coach. <laughs> no, 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 no here's, the Here, here's the deal. I'm not picking on Russell. He's actually a, phenomenal guy it would just make a lot of sense if he said i don't want to go nowhere because my family's here and i'm happily married that's fine but to that's the thing that's, on... go, go ahead. ahead no go ahead 
No, 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 no you thing, that's the thing about life. That's how you uh you set up for, to be attacked if anything. When you don't own own your shit, when you don't own who you are and, and try to portray, portray somebody that you're really not, that's when you set up for attack. If you come out there and say, I'm a nice guy, I'm a soft guy, nobody can attack you. If you come out and say, hey, um, yeah, I, I, I like to let women cheat on me. I like to control women. It's not, it, I'm owning who I am. Once you own who you are, you can go. From hey, there. the rest is history. I own you exactly who I am. I know how to admit when I'm wrong. I know how to correct myself. I know how to find out solutions. I'm not here to argue. Um, I know I'm. A, I know I'm straightforward. I know I'm blunt, and I I know I I like to say things that people don't like to say. And right. does it come with a different territory? Hell yes. Like, I'm going to get tacked left and right because I talk about Bill Belichick when nobody want to talk about Bill Belichick. I said Sauce Gardner ain't did nothing because he ain't did nothing. And I said Jalen Ramsey didn't have a great year. And he ain't really did nothing great. But nobody else will say that stuff. But right. it's the truth. You understand what I'm saying? And I'm going to always be the bad guy. I don't care. That's what God <laughs> put me here for. And I'm going to own it, baby. God say, come right. up with, say what needs to be said and do your thing, baby. You know what I mean? Put on the show for these people. What's up, EP? You got anything to say to uh, while we check out, before we check out? Hey, man. Hey, y'all make sure y'all like and subscribe. We're going to keep growing, man. And before we leave, Rick the Vegan Barber is with me. He said he wants to see you with that GM voice. He called it. <laughs> Rick called it. He want to see you with that GM voice. No, I didn't even catch it. I don't even remember. <laughs> Hello, uh, I'm a Sante Sam, GM of the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> Damn, boy, I, I missed it. I oh, missed it. I hey, wait, you're going to see it. We, gonna, we got you. It's recording, we gonna, so we, we got yeah, you. We're going to definitely put that clip out. <laughs> hey, but we appreciate y'all, man. Like we say, man, on our on our ro roll, and we on this goal to 100K. We got to hurry up and get that, man, because we working hard. We working. We're going to keep working. But uh, And y'all y'all, y'all send us some... Um, you send us some emails or some some comments of what y'all want to hear about next. What y'all want to hear us talk about? It could be anything. We talk about anything. We well we well rounded. You know, we're gonna give y'all a direct point of how you should look at things and 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 good guidance. You know what I mean? Of how you should handle these situations because we don't just jump out the head first. Boxing, yeah, boxing next. We got a good boxing match coming up. Oh so, yeah, yeah. we're we'll getting oh, that yeah. next. We'll oh, that's that a good. Next. Actually, that's great because I was reading up. It was getting juicy between Haney and Ryan. That's a yeah, that's a Haney nice topic to talk about. They trying to yeah, get. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They at the point now, real quick, brother. They at the point now to where they want to fight either in New York or Vegas, and Ryan's trying to say Vegas and. Ain't he like you just trying to duck? It's just all over the place, but I love it though. It's spicy. Like it. It's getting spicy. We're gonna see. <laughs> I want to see that dog Terrence Crawford fight again. Got, oh, fight yeah. again, goddamn it! That's what I'm waiting to see. I think. But we're gonna see y'all next time, man. Until until next time, y'all be safe. Y'all be cool. Spread the word. Hey, make sure y'all saying say what needs to be said in your sleep, cause say what needs to be said. That's the only way we're gonna fix the world, baby. Salute. Let's see y'all. Peace. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E. 
AV on YouTube.